Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds, and welcome to another Top Tip Thursday. Today, we are going to have a look at how we can reduce the amount of waste we create when going shopping and stocking up on our weekly or monthly groceries. I would like to share with you some of my favorite tips that I use when shopping. These tips have helped to reduce the amount of waste we generate as a household. Plastic bags, you can easily switch them out for reusable bags. There are a lot of countries that have already banned the use of single-use plastic bags and others that have added a mandatory fee for single-use plastic bags. In Abu Dhabi, Waitrose, an upmarket grocery store, recently added a 25 fills fee per single-use plastic bag as part of a 12-week trial. During their trial, they have reduced the amount of single-use plastic bags by 74% and have seen a drastic increase in the purchasing of reusable bags. This for me is a great step in the right direction to reduce the amount amount of single-use plastic bags we use. A lot of people do not think twice about refusing a single-use plastic bag if offered to them for free. However, they might refuse it if they have to purchase the bag even at a small fee. I would recommend investing in a few reusable bags that you can take with you when going to the store. You can also leave a bag or two in your handbag, backpack or car to always have one close to you when needed. There is a variety of bags available on the market. I have recently gone through all my old tablecloths and found there were so many that I do not use anymore or that was stained and therefore I wanted to repurpose them. I took them to my tailor and asked him to make reusable bags for me. If you know your way around the sewing machine, that is even better. You would then be able to use these bags when you go to the store as well as to place gifts in rather than to spend money on gift wrapping that is likely going to end up in the bin. This way, you are not only giving a gift, but a gift that can help eliminate single-use plastic as well. Bringing your containers from home when visiting the grocery store will allow you to reduce the amount of waste you generate. This is something that I am still finding hard as we do not have a dedicated bulk food store where I can purchase all of my products package-free. But I try my best to find ways around it. Some of the different foods that I have managed to buy package-free in our regular grocery store are meat, bread, fruit, vegetables, spices, and some staples whenever they are in stock. Usually the meat is packaged in a polystyrene tray, then cling wrap with a price sticker. Having the meat packaged this way, I would not be able to recycle any of the packaging materials. And after I have removed my meat at home, the packaging will end up in the general bin and then head to the landfill. I usually check with the butcher what meat they have available packaged 
free for the day. If they do not offer package free, I would then not purchase the meat from this particular store and go to the next one that would provide me with this. It takes some getting used to in the beginning, but now I know what stores will sell it for me package free, as well as what times they usually package the meat. This allows me to select their best cuts for the day and this all package free. There have been some of the stores that told me that they are unable to package it in my container as it is against policy. I would then politely ask them to see this policy and most of the time they are unable to show me this and they end up filling my containers. This often starts a conversation as to why I go through the trouble to purchase the meat package free and I have found on some occasions that this conversation makes them think a bit about how they package the meat and for them to try and find better ways around it. Bread is usually packaged in a plastic bag tied with a plastic clip. I usually go to the bakery section and ask what bread they have unpackaged. Sometimes there are unfortunately none available. In this case, they have offered to bake me a fresh bread. Other times I'm left with no choice or no bread. Nowadays, when I want to purchase fresh bread, I would call up our local organic store an hour before I come and I will have a freshly baked unpackaged loaf waiting for me when I arrive and the bread gets placed in my reusable bag or wrapped in a beeswax wrap. Fruit and vegetables are some of the things that can easily be overpackaged. I used to pack every single batch of fruit and vegetables in their separate plastic bag. I'm sure we all did at a stage. As we are only two people in our household, it was easy for me not to use plastic bags anymore and add the fruit and vegetables to my basket, have each weighed separate, label, and then pack back into my basket. This however works when the weighing station is not that busy and you do not have a lot of produce. Otherwise you will have a few very angry shoppers behind you. I have invested in a few reusable produce bags. This helps me to place items that I have more than one of in a reusable bag that speed things up at the weighing and paying station. I will also place all of the price labels for the items on a box or laminated piece of paper that I would bring with me and would use it again and again. This also makes it easier to check out as it is a lot easier to scan all the items when grouped. For the spices and some staples, I have found that there's a variety of grocery stores that have almost like a spice souk set up where you can go and fill up your containers with the spices and the staples you require. You would have to check with the store to first weigh your container before you start to fill. I have previously visited a package-free store in South Africa and they have a small weighing station set up where you are able to weigh your container and write the weight at the bottom with a permanent marker before filling. It is a great way to purchase package free but also to purchase only how much you would require. As I have often found that there are some ingredients that I hardly use except in those special recipes that you make maybe once or twice a year. You would then purchase the ingredients and when you want to use it again in a few months you would discover that it wasn't sealed properly and now all 
or moldy or that the taste is just not the same. And then you are left going back to the store and purchasing the ingredient again just to repeat this in another few months. Therefore, only purchasing the amount that I require for these ingredients helps me save money as I would only pay for the amount I need. This reduces the amount that needs to be thrown out to get compost as well. No receipt, thank you. Your receipt might look like only a few a day or a week, but they do tend to accumulate quite quickly. Some of the receipts can be recycled, but then there are receipts printed on a thermal paper that cannot be recycled easily, and in some cases not at all. I would recommend checking with your local recycling facility to see what they would be able to recycle. Receipts are not often required, and when looking at how much resources it takes to reduce, it is unsustainable. In the US, over 250 million gallons of oil, 10 million trees, and 1 billion gallons of water are used to produce the receipts. And these receipts will then generate around 1.5 billion pounds of waste when disposed of. That to me seems like a lot of unnecessary receipts. If you consider the cost the environment is paying. I usually opt not to receive a receipt, but in a lot of cases, I have been told that it is mandatory for them to print the receipt or that they don't have any option but to print it. I am, however, excited to see that there are more companies adopting the no printable receipt policy and they would rather opt for you to have a receipt emailed if you require one. For these cases, I would create a separate email account only for the receipts. That way, I do not have to get them mixed up with my regular email and it is easy to go to a specific mailbox whenever I require one of the receipts. You might want to have a receipt when purchasing electronics, but when purchasing your fruit and vegetables, that's not really required. So it's definitely something that we need to look into and to find places that do not offer a receipt unless requested. Shopping like this at your regular grocery store can be very difficult at first. However, I found it was only challenging the first few times and now all my regular stores know me and they provide me with the best service that allows me to enjoy my package-free shopping on as many products as possible. My final tip for today is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a more sustainable life is a journey and not a race. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.